and welcome once again to the Ripples in Space podcast. I'm John Davis. And I'm Kate Reagan. This is our second podcast for 2021. So here we go. Hopefully this year's, uh, you know. Continuity between episodes is a lot better. And or the year is a lot better. You never know. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Well, um, we have a story here for you today. Um, It's called. Uh, Holes Inc. As in Holes Incorporated. As usual, I will do the uh, bio, and Kate will do the introduction. Or, not the introduction. I'll do the introduction, and Kate will do the story. There we go. Well, she'll read the story. She won't... Yeah. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Travis Flatt is an educator, actor, and director in the Upper Cumberland region of Tennessee. His short stories have been published by Ember Chasm Review and will appear in Flying Ketchup's 2021 anthology. Holes, Inc. by Travis Flatt I'm paid to do things that don't make any sense. For example, I might go into a closet and knock some coats off their hangers. Or I could mash a bunch of keys on somebody's keyboard while they're not looking. My ankles swell from sitting all day. I've put on weight. I'm up to 240. I've got tools. It's the only job I've ever brought in my own tools. A broom handle and a nine millimeter. The best I can figure, the people I kill have always been dead. My day is like I always pictured an office job. I answer emails. Most of the emails are written in two halves. The first half is a time, a latitude, and a longitude. I dial all that into a hulking black machine on my desk. It's this big, ugly contraption with a key code and a big blue button. Once I've dialed all the digits into the key code, it's ready. But I don't hit the big blue button until I've read the second half of the email. The second halves have more variety. They go something like, uh, tip the flagon off the trestle table. So the black machine is ready and I press the big blue button. That's when the hole opens up next to me. It pops open and there could be anything on the other side. In this case, there's a long wooden table in a giant barn. It's candlelit, but I don't see anyone. A muddy smell oozes through the hole. On the table are some browning apples, a couple of grimy wooden plates, and a flagon, like a flagon of ale. I pick up my broom handle. With the broom, I poke through the hole and tip the flagon off the table. I hit the blue button again and close the hole and move on to the next email. Most of my emails are jobs like that. I spend all of my days reaching through holes to press buttons or flip switches or flush toilets. But if I'm supposed to take care of a person, I call those personal emails, the emails are shorter and there are no directions after the latitude and longitude. That's how I know it's personal. I dial in all those digits, pick up my gun, and hit the blue button. When the hole pops open in time and space, I stick my gun through and shoot whomever in the back of the head. When I started, they sent me pictures in the emails. Back then, they made the hole open up with us face to face. Those nights I slept hard. Most of the people who saw me through the holes didn't have time to realize what the hell was happening, and they didn't even change their expression. A few people blinked or flinched. I remember one lady who reacted faster. She was so startled, she started to have a seizure or something. I think that lady was some kind of Inuit, 
snow was fluttering everywhere. It turned into warm drips of water on my desk as it drifted through the hole. Did I mention that I pull my hand back through before I close the hole? Talk around the water cooler as the guy before me screwed that up. He got excited and closed the hole with his hand on the other side. Somewhere in history, they'll find a Glock 9mm gripped in an orphan hand on a bloody, severed wrist. That's the kind of shit that gives upstairs nightmares. My training came via a one-page manual, ending with a short list of rules. Cover your tracks, close your holes, delete your emails. Upstairs takes everything very seriously. The Holes Inc. company motto is, We make the gears of the world turn one creaking click at a time. Lately, I've been bringing my phone to work. That's a big no-no, but my girlfriend's pregnant. We're having a girl. I'm sure they know that upstairs. They, they probably know. They know everything. I told her not to call me unless it's baby time. I said I'd call her back between emails to check if she's okay. That's the best I can do when I'm working. This morning, my phone goes off while I have a hole open. I'm turning an oven off. It's a bitch to turn an oven knob with a broom handle. I'm sweating and jabbing at the knob. I pull the broom back to my side and close the hole. Then I delete the email by force of habit. I call my girlfriend back and she says, false alarm. I'm not sure if I left the oven on. They don't tolerate screw-ups upstairs. I just got a ding in my inbox. I have no choice. I open the email. I never bothered to learn the latitude and longitude here, but the time reads 2.10 Eastern Standard Time, which is right this second. I type in the numbers and press the blue button. The hole opens up. I didn't realize I've grayed so much on the back of my head. Recently, I've noticed it creeping around my temples. If I turn my head just right, I can see it. The loop. The loop is dozens of my heads through dozens of holes and dozens of my offices. With my right hand, I pick up the gun and put it through the hole, press it to the back of my head, and shoot. Then I watch my head fall forward, one after one after one, like dominoes. With my left hand, I text my girlfriend. Name her Susan. That's my mother's name. We argued about names. Now I'm putting my foot down. As I sit and watch my heads topple forward, I think, it's weird they don't get smaller. All the heads through all the loops and all of the offices are the same size. It seems like each one should grow smaller and smaller until the bottom, or the core. Of course, I also think, what would happen if I duck? I turn my head to the right, and I think I see all those tumbling heads just barely begin to turn. I always thought we live in an onion, and every paper skin gets tighter and tighter, smaller and smaller. That's not what I see in the loop. Or maybe I do, but it's so slight I can't perceive it. I pull out my hand, close the loop, and delete the email. Susan is 14 years old today. I should savor every minute with her, but I don't. One of these days, my bullet could get to the center of the onion. Or maybe all those heads were the same size.
and that was Holes Inc. A uh, a fun story that definitely had some vibes of Looper. Um, definitely a little bit different. Uh, kind of fun to you know the concept of wormholes and butterfly effect. You know, small things you do. What could what could be the repercussions? Right, and I I liked the whole like the the reference he makes to the onions, like the thinking that time is like an onion in each piece of layer or uh, the paper or whatever like it gets smaller but maybe it really doesn't it just continues on like i don't know it was a really cool point of view i think as far as uh time loops go yeah so thank you very much travis for sending us your story uh for everybody listening if you write science fiction short stories please send them to us uh you can find us on submittable and be sure to check out our website ripplesinspace.com pretty soon here we'll be publishing our first set of well, it's our first set of stories for, for 2021, 2021, but yeah. it's technically our fall 2020 selection. They were submitted in fall 2020. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, from all of us here at Ripples in Space, cheers from the void. Bye-bye.